Today, the Supreme Court is hearing oral arguments that could overturn landmark abortion ruling Roe versus Wade. You will not believe how the left is reacting to this case. Also, CNN's Chris Cuomo is out, suspended indefinitely. Oh, how things have changed in the last 24 hours. We've got a lot coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. It is hump day. Happy hump day. And appropriately, we have Chad Prather. That's messed up, man. <laughs> Chad That's Prather messed show. up. Whatever. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Uh, yes. America's favorite cowboy, future governor of Texas. Prather2022.com. Please. And uh, primary elections don't split votes. Remember, folks. Oh, my gosh. I can't get over the amount of people that I see say that to you. That's like saying the Dodgers and the Braves are playing in the playoffs, but that's going to benefit the Yankees. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a playoff system. Right. You got to get to the big game. Yeah. And it, that's it, what the primaries are. So you, and you, you should probably learn those things before you like vote. Eighth grade. <laughs> Way <laughs> March earlier. March 1st is the primary election for now in Texas. Yes. Uh, and also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. America's who is favorite Buttrell. America's favorite Buttrell. <laughs> so sorry to your wife. I'm sorry. Uh, but also wearing uh, Chad's rocking merch, it. actually, today. Yeah, rocking it. Chad 20, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You can no. actually, I, I mean, I redirect. I, I bought chadonblaze.com. So you just tick, tick, tick. And, you know, I don't know if people realize that you can use my promo code. I know this is your show. But you can use my promo code with all of the collections. And the funny thing is we don't make any money off of this. We no. don't. No, like, they no. Are, Totally pimping us out for the blaze. They are. And with this contest thing that we have going on, I'm like, I make zero dollars from this. I just want the bragging rights. We just rights. want the bragging rights. And you and Stu are going to get them, so because y'all are amazing humans. Well, we'll see. But um, <laughs> but yes, you can find that in Chad's collection at the Blaze Media I, Shop. Yeah. Highly recommend. Don't tell the kids what it stands for. It's fine. <laughs> I remember I was wearing, I know we have to get to the, to the stories Follow of the day. Follow Jason but That's what I thought. Right? <laughs> right? Exactly like what it followed. But I, you know, I mean, let's go Brandon. Kids ask, right? My, my son's like, why does that say let's go Brandon? And I'm like, there is a producer at our studio named Brandon, and we all really <laughs> love him. We're just rooting for him. That's all. Uh, and he totally buys it because he's nine. What does he know? <laughs> um, so let's get to uh, this top story here. So the Supreme Court is hearing oral arguments in this Mississippi case. It is Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health. This could be, they're saying, the most consequential ch- consequential challenge to Roe versus Wade uh, that, of course, limited government restrictions on abortion. So the state of Mississippi, let me just kind of lay out the just the key summary of this particular case. And then let's I I can't wait to get to how the left is treating this. Um, It's I mean, as usual, they're just absolutely insane. Uh, But the state of Mississippi is arguing that the Supreme Court should allow it, so Mississippi and other states, to ban abortion after 15 weeks, and it's asking the court to strike down a lower court's decision blocking its 15-week abortion ban from taking effect. Um, I know that the big argument here in this particular case, anyway, is viability, because that was a big part of the Roe versus Wade uh, ruling, was viability. Viability obviously has changed since 1973 when this initial ruling came out. Um, And so these arguments are taken 
taking place. It has been very interesting. If anyone wants to go to Twitter and follow SCOTUS blog, I believe is who has been really keeping up to date, um, really specific uh, notes of what each justice is arguing, where they could possibly be going. Obviously, Roberts is going to play a huge role in this, I think. But, I mean, scary you never know. Well, yeah. It is a scary thought, but you never know because I don't know that I'm particularly comfortable or confident in any justice except Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, I- I'm not, I mean, Brett Kavanaugh hasn't impressed me with his ruling so far. Neil Gorsuch, I don't know. I mean, I guess he could go. He prob. I don't know. Either way, that's even what, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. That's what makes it so stupid. Is the way the mainstream media is reporting this is that you know there's six Republican judges that are going to totally. They're not six Republican judges. All right, but, I don't, you know I don't why? Care. Because, but they see it as a football game, team versus team. They can't possibly fathom another person <clears throat> actually looking at it and judging it objectively on its merits, not just. I'm a Repu- right. I'm a Republican, so I'm going to vote this way. Was, I mean, Roberts is probably the biggest disappointment that I can think <laughs> of on this list. Sure, he was appoint- appointed under Bush, but I mean, he changed wording so that we could get Obamacare. Right. I mean, he's been as partisan as any of them over yeah. the past several years. You cannot for trust Democrats. him for Democrats. For Democrats, <laughs> right? Right. Um, Kavanaugh. What's hilarious about Kavanaugh is they always say that he's a Republican judge. I mean, he replaced Kennedy under a status quo. So there's no way Kennedy is even leaving the Supreme Court unless Trump said, "Okay, I'll put in your guy. I mean, I guarantee you Kennedy handpicked Kavanaugh to be that guy. And he's the swing guy. He's the one in the middle. Go go either way. He's not a conservative judge, for Mm -hmm. crying out loud. And even when they do vote, even the conservative judges, they've kind of voted along, you know, constitutional basis over the past, what, I don't know at least a year and a half or whatever. So they haven't swung towards any other direction. Right. Uh, And I know in the Supreme Court, they get very nervous about overturning case precedent. Case precedent is supposed to be like just the end-all, be-all of everything. Yeah, well, if you listen to Clarence Thomas today, oh my gosh, straight word fire today. Um, I I, I tell you what, if you're a religious person, you you might want to think that he was put on this earth just for this moment. I'm almost wow. to that point thinking that way and listening to him. He backed, did you, I don't know if you, all, you guys listened to this. I didn't hear the audio. He backed that, uh, the pro-choice uh, um, uh, lawyer right into a corner and kept saying, he, I don't remember the direct quote, but he was basically saying, look, he's basically saying, I don't know what we're talking about here. He, this, is, this is almost a direct quote, actually. He said, if it was the Second Amendment or a Second Amendment case, I would know exactly what to look for because I could go right to the Constitution and look at it. He goes, if it was a Fourth Amendment case, whatever, I would know exactly where to look. He goes, I don't know where to look here. And so he kept saying, what is this about? What is this a right to? What is this a right to? He was trying to get her to point to the Bill of Rights or something. Mm. And she finally, he backed her into the corner and said, finally, okay, yeah, this is, an, this is the right to an abortion. So he said thank you at that point. But that was pretty much what Kavanaugh and a few others are looking for. Because Kavanaugh said that they're just going to play it strictly down the middle. We're going to base it off the Constitution. Yeah. That's very, very powerful. That, that's a very, very big hint because what Clarence Thomas got her to admit is that they're arguing for something that's not even in the Constitution. So that's key. I think, personally, I see, this is how I see this going. Yeah. Sorry, I'm filibusting this no, entire conversation. I want to see how long it's I can go without talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. This is, this is very, I was going to say, I don't think you're hurting Chad's feelings This today. topic is very, very important to me. Yeah. I, I see this prob- possibly going a 3-3-3 split. Um, if that's the case, then they're going to... Probably there's going to be things that we like and some things that we don't like and vice versa for the other side. But I do see them upholding a large part of this and putting it in the state's hands. Yeah. Now, if this goes and this is the last time I'm going to say this, sorry, yeah, please. but if, if this does go towards, let's say, a six, three, which is very, very possible, 
this could go all the way towards bye-bye, Ro. We right. will not miss you, and we will hit you on the way back, way out. So it's interesting that you say that. So I, I just pulled up the SCOTUS blog uh, website, and it says this is obviously just analysis from them. This isn't anything other than that, but it does say majority of court appears poised to uphold Mississippi's ban mm -hmm. on most abortions after 15 weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so they seem to uh, share, your, share your analysis there. Now, it does say, um, you know, they don't know how they will, whether or not they will entirely overrule Roe versus Wade and what will happen there. That part is still murky, but it sounds like from their line of questioning that um, they do seem inclined to uphold that, which again, I mean, putting it back in the state's hands would be huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put it back in the state's hands. And I wish people understood more about Roe v. Wade, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. the, the things around it, not only the history, but what it, what it did set in motion. I mean, it didn't, it didn't create, like you said, a constitutional amendment there i mean this you know this is not something that you can't just go back and look at revise and take a look at this thing i mean if you're going to do that you can almost make an argument i don't think almost i think you can make an argument we could we could turn around and make slavery legal again right it, the fact that the fact that we made slavery illegal was them taking a look right at, right at, right at, this this constitutional freedom and, and overturning that right mm -hmm. so you know again these folks want to say i mean isn't that isn't that what joe biden and the rest of those guys who said uh you know the amendments to the constitution aren't absolute well, yeah isn't that I mean, isn't I mean, that, I mean, that was their logic right and they're talking about things that are literally that are actually in, in the, constitution. the constitution and the bill and of i rights. mean even even you know another airhead joy behar just the day before yesterday i think it was she said well we got to rethink the constitution we got to rethink the first amendment and the second amendment because our founding fathers didn't have ar-15s or twitter Imagine uh, having that kind of logic. So they're, they're willing to reimagine the Constitution and the laws that are on the books whenever it doesn't fit them. I mean, even when it doesn't fit the narrative. So even with Kyle Rittenhouse, they, they've all said, well, if that's the law, then we need to change the law. If he got off on self-defense. So they're all about changing laws when it fits the narrative. But when it comes to this, and I don't know if we're in the reaction part of how liberals are coming at this, or I shouldn't even say liberals, progressives are coming at this yeah. thing. But it, but it blows my mind when I get on social media and I see people saying, I've seen this numerous times, I'm glad that my reproductive days are behind me. Why? Because you miss having abortions? <laughs> I mean, what kind of logic is that? People are even like, I can't believe my nieces and, and my, you know, they're, they're going to have to come up into this. And I'm like, what? I mean, what are you defending? Their right to just, I mean, go yes. every, like, how many times do you visit Planned Parenthood? I mean, does, when you drive past one, does your Wi-Fi automatically connect? I mean, what the hell are we doing here to just... Like, I just can't wait to murder another baby. I, I mean, honestly, yes, that is how a very big chunk of them feel. Let me give you let me let me play. Now that you brought that up, let's let's move to the protesters here outside of the Supreme Court. Uh, some of them, there's a group of them. They're standing outside. They uh, I guess they're taking abortion pills and then they're screaming about how excited they are and like abortion forever. And you might think that I'm exaggerating there, but I'm freaking not. Watch. These two of those women cannot have children anymore. I don't think any of them have sex with men, so <laughs> it's probably fine. I mean, to each their own, but I don't think any of them are getting pregnant. So easy for them to say. <laughs> <laughs> when not I mean, take even one every day. It. I mean, take one every day. They Please, God, don't reproduce. They say it's not a cult, and then you see crap like this. Yes, I mean, it's cult-like behavior. Well, and it's just like, what do you think? I mean, 
I realize I've seen the the statistics on the you know majority of Americans and what they believe about abortion. I can tell you the majority of Americans are not signed on to this shout your abortion nonsense that not only should you not let the government dictate whether or not you can kill a baby in the womb, but also you should be really, really proud of it and have as many as possible. Like people don't think that way. The majority of America does not think that way. You have to believe that it's turning a lot of people off who would otherwise be on their side mm. and wanting to support their right, generally speaking. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it's like when they went, when Virginia was going overboard, you know, and, you know, abortion right up to the point of, you know, birth. Like was, that, that was like the case that they were arguing at that right. time. They said, the physician yeah. will come in and the doctor, yep. or, or the, everybody will leave and, and, you know, talk mm -hmm. to the mother. And, and, and uh, oh my gosh, like, you mm -hmm. know, they push and push and push and push and push. And that's why a lot of the uh, liberal and progressive, like, policies and whatever they want to do is just so ridiculous when you take it all the way out. Like, when, when is a baby not considered, like, the viability thing was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, technology changes and all that stuff. But when a, a, a newborn baby is not viable as per your you know description of that because right. it can't survive on its own. Yeah, I mean neither is my fourteen month old. And there so. was <laughs> right, you know. <laughs> but I mean, but th but there was a you know th there was an actual study I think it was out of Oxford uh, a couple of years ago where the 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 professors were actually saying okay well there is you know it is valid to think that way and, and you know and to uh, actually euthanize I guess you're not calling it abortion where euthanize small children up to a certain point. I'm like. Yeah. How far are you going to take this? And people, yes, I, I, to your point, I think they're starting to wake up yeah. here. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, they're like, no, that's actually just killing a, a person because it's convenient for you. I, one more point that I want to bring up before we have to go to break. So uh, this is interesting. Jack Posobiec tweeted this out. Um, Planned Parenthood was tweeting out about the case, and they tried to make the point. They said, for a state to take control of a woman's body and demand that she go through pregnancy and childbirth with all of the physical risks and life-altering consequences that bring is that bring is a fundamental deprivation of her liberty. He said, I wonder what uh, abortion Becky's stance is on vax mandates. Because they keep making these these arguments that uh, you should have the liberty to uh, decide what happens to your body, um, which actually wouldn't apply in the case of abortion because it is, in fact, another life, but would apply when it comes to the issue of vax mandates. So I thought that was interesting. Um, all right, speaking of vax mandates, when we get back, let's go over the... Uh, Omicron, the very, very, very scary, if you're listening to mainstream media, new variant of, uh, of the virus and that it has just been identified in the United States. Should you panic? I think you already know the answer to that, but... We'll get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So um, Omega XL is for those of you who um, maybe just live in constantly in pain because you've reached the age where everything hurts. But there are millions of Americans out there who just hurt all the time for from car accidents, arthritis, whatever the case may be. Uh, your back's messed up. Your neck's messed up. Your joints hurt. Your knees hurt. You got to try Omega XL. All right. Omega XL uh, can rejuvenate your joints and muscles so that you can move like when you were young. And it does it because it gets rid of the inflammation in your body that is causing that pain. Most people don't realize that your pain is caused by the inflammation. So it actually attacks that root cause. It is going to get rid of the pain, not just mask it like a topical cream. You got to try it. If it works for you, it will be life-changing. Let me tell you, you can order a bottle of Omega XL right now. Get a second bottle for free if you go to OmegaXL.com slash news. That is a buy one, get one over at OmegaXL.com slash news.
So the United States has uh, just identified the first case of the Omicron variant. This is in, of course, California, which it's funny because I read this uh, and it, coincidentally enough, it did not say in the first place that I read it whether or not the patient was vaccinated, which I think is an important thing to look at when we're talking about all of these vaccine mandates. You heard Joe Biden go on uh, national television and tell people if they were vaccinated, they would have nothing to worry about. In fact, if you're vaccinated, just go get your booster and shut the hell up is basically what he said. Um, So I thought it was interesting. But when I read that it was it had been detected in California, I was like, well, I'm sure that this person is vaccinated and they just don't want to say. And then, of course, I went to another news outlet and uh, it did say that this patient was a fully vaccinated American traveler who returned from South Africa on November 22nd. Uh, They said the individual who was fully vaccinated and had mild symptoms that are improving is self-quarantining and has been since testing positive. Uh, All close contacts have been contacted and tested negative, and they confirmed this using uh, genome sequencing um, at University of California, San Francisco. So I guess if you're watching like CNN, MSNBC, those places, you probably should like head for the hills because you think the sky is falling. Um, I don't. Nothing from South Africa has made it sound like it's supposed to be a huge thing. But I'm sure this is all we're going to hear about for the next freaking 18 months again. I've heard nothing but mild symptoms in in most of these cases. No, I I think last time I heard there was literally one person in South Africa who was even hospitalized. Yeah, there was like no one was even needing to go to the hospital. There was a doctor that I think was quoted in Reuters, maybe. I can't remember, but they, but they said that the, most cases weren't even being admitted to the hospital. Yeah. They were just treating them at home. Right. But the, the nature, what's crazy is the way they're treating COVID and these different variants. Every time there's like a mutation or a variant in any other disease, they're like, uh, okay, well, no big deal because the more they, you know, more they mutate and variant off, the less lethal they get. Right. That's right. just how viruses work. They, they don't want to kill something immediately. They want to evolve to where they can spread and live the more that they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but COVID is completely different on how they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a new variant is supposed to be Ebola or more extreme, not how they always work in the past. Right. Do they really, we were talk, saying this in the break, do they really think the way they're reporting this or the way they're talking about it in the government, and the media, that we should be crazy freaked out at this point? I don't think that they think we should be. I think they want us to be. Though. Sure. I mean, but when I say should be, I guess they assume that we're that dumb. Yes. Maybe. And a lot, and a lot of people are. I think that's the problem. People, I, yeah, I don't. I just don't understand the fear. I, yeah. I really don't. I understand the need to be cautious if you have someone in your family that is immunodeficient or you know an elderly person that right, you need to that be careful with them. You are careful in your own actions. You don't right. expect the rest of the world to be careful to protect some stranger that they don't know. Right. right. I have someone asking about lockdowns and stuff like that again. Are you kidding me? Okay. So so let's let's get in. I want to get your thoughts, Chad, and then let's get into that part of it. Um, just my uh, my thoughts. My uh, University of Georgia Bulldogs are playing in the uh, <laughs> SEC championship against Alabama Crimson yeah. Tide this Saturday. Uh, Houston's Houston's basketball team's massively underrated. Uh, Houston University of Houston. Uh, I, I mixed tequilas last night, woke up with a massive hangover today, and something about another variant. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and that's how much well, I care about it. Yeah, no, I mean... That's where I'm at. I agree, but it's it's all that's... Uh, now, that's we're about on. to see some major draconian measures. We just thought it was bad before. They're going to use everything they can over mild symptoms, as you said. They're going to keep throwing this stuff at us. Biden's already saying we're, we're going to be looking at massive lockdowns. As soon as I heard the word California, I knew that's a fully vaccinated person that had it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so let's get into what the administration is saying, because I think that there has been already you got to believe they were to, like someone leaked something. They were testing the waters to see how it would go over in the public eye because The Washington Post came out with this report yesterday that said the Biden administration is considering a lot of really harsh new restrictions on travel to the United States. Um, it included uh, that um, that people would need to be tested one day before boarding their flight, regardless of whether they had been vaccinated, no matter where their country of origin is. And visitors retested three days after arriving to the United States and that travelers might have have to self-quarantine for seven days, even if they tested negatively. Um, so then they were they said that they were considering fines and penalties. Now, the White House came out today and said, um, no, 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 that's not we weren't talking about that. We weren't talking about that at all. But while that's going on, I also read that the CDC, this is wild to me, the CDC is ordering all airlines to turn over the names and other information of passengers who arrived in the United States from eight countries that are facing travel restrictions this week. Imagine if that were Trump. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine? I know. So when Trump wins again in 24, I, I mean, we won't get into all that. I mean, let's just say <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking probably Trump in 24. Okay. I, I kind of wish that wouldn't happen, but it's probably going to be there. It's going to be, it's, watch the mental gymnastics of what mm-hmm. they're going to have to dance around because now they've shot their wad, right? Like they're, they're now guilty of everything they accused Trump of doing yes. between 16 and 20. The rhetoric now is, you know, thank you, Mr. President, for shutting down the travel. From, and right. I'm like, you read Twitter. It's, it is a clown. It's a circus. Mm-hmm. It's a clown show. Th- these are all African countries too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you could, but if this was Trump, yes. remember Pelosi yeah. and all them? Racist. They went down to little Chinatown. They're like, see, they were eating food and stuff. They were the one dealing with my We food. love the Asian people. Oh we're eating God. Chinese food. That sounds good for dinner, actually. <laughs> um, so, But also, Jason, I was going to ask you this. I don't know if you know this specifically, but I wouldn't imagine that the CDC... Uh, similarly to their eviction moratorium, that they would have, like, the... Power. Right, the authority to order airlines to turn over documents like that is that okay so that so th- that's that was the proposal the cdc was going to yeah it says that? this yeah. no they did it the cdc has already uh, sent the directive they the, told them they had 24 hours to turn over the information exactly how the biden administration <laughs> has been operating it, exactly. That's what I'm like, the exactly. cdc what the hell no matter what they can't do they see they know that they can't constitutionally force some of these measures. Yeah. They, they know that they cannot do this. So what do they do? They, they have the bureaucracy do it. They let them continue to do it, and they hope that no one challenges them right. in court. And but by the time it goes through it. court, they'll already, they're like, yeah, you have 24 hours. Right. So it's like, well, it, it's not going to court in 24 hours, so I guess they have to turn it over. And, and they called Trump and the GOP authoritarians and yeah. fascists and all this Zoom stuff. But yeah. They're the ones that are operating around the law. They're going around the Constitution through the bureaucracy. It's yeah. unbelievable. Let me remind everybody, but I've, I've said it crisscross in this state in this campaign I've said you know the constitution wasn't written to keep you safe or healthy the constitution was mm-hmm. written to keep you free mm-hmm. they're bypassing that I'm telling you people have got to educate themselves on their rights they have no yeah. idea what the constitution says and what you are entitled to your liberties are being taken away from you and you don't even know it because you don't understand how free you are. And, and you re- absolutely agree with you 100%. And you really have to look at all the other things that are going on that they're going to empower to strip away more of your rights. Little things like that you don't even think about. Like, hey, you know, we're going to have the IRS, you know, report on right. everyone that spends more than 10000 a yeah. year. Yeah. Well, crap, my, my mortgage is $2,000 a month. Right. So in just five months, I'm You're eligible for them to yeah. look at me. Now, hell, I buy probably five guns every six months. 
And I have a big gun safe. Because you lose them all, right? Well, you don't have any. I mean, well, them. I did, but, yeah. you know, they're yeah, at the yeah, bottom yeah. of the lake. Right. Because I got all action. mine. Come and take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but even still, what does that do? That creates a gun registry. Yep. They have the IRS, which I guess is forwarded on who the heck knows where, DOJ, ATF, who the heck knows. Now they have a, a, a registry, which is blatantly unconstitutional, but now they have it. Mm. It was just snuck in under, under that way. How many other, you know, agencies, alphabet agencies, are doing the exact same thing under of similar they measures? Are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, including a story that is very near and dear to my heart, uh, CNN indefinitely suspending Chris Cuomo, which we'll get into after we thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, obviously, we got to stick together now more than ever, and there has been one mobile phone company willing to stand with you in defense of things like free speech, liberty, <coughs> religious freedom. That is Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And by the way, if you make the switch today, they're going to give you a free month of service. That is a really great deal. You don't wait. The offer ends on December 5th. All right. So you can get this same nationwide coverage that you have now. They all share the same towers. So it's the same coverage for less. And by the way, the most important part, it's minus the leftist propaganda. All right, they've got plans to fit any budget. They've got a U.S.-based customer support team. They're really, really awesome at customer support. And they share your values and support organizations that are fighting for things like the sanctity of life, which we just discussed earlier. Patriot Mobile will take a portion of your bill, donate it to these causes that you're fighting for, not fighting against like Big Mobile. You've got to go to patriotmobile.com news. You can get a free month of service with offer code news. That is only until December 5th, though, guys. So make sure you don't sleep on this. PatriotMobile.com slash news. Offer code news. Uh, CNN, it's interesting, guys, because I we were just talking about this story yesterday, and I was like, oh, pfft like CNN's going to do anything. It's Chris Cuomo. And we've already known for a while that Chris Cuomo has been way too involved in his brother Andrew Cuomo's, uh, you know, sexual harassment accusations, um, helping him on forming statements, PR, stuff like that. Um, we already knew this for a while now and nothing happened. But now, magically, since the latest revelations dropped yesterday, um, or I guess it was the day before yesterday, the New York Attorney General's office actually released the transcripts. Now, all of a sudden, CNN has suspended Chris Cuomo, um, and they say indefinitely. Uh, they said that uh, the documents which we were not privy to before their public release raised serious questions. When Chris admitted to us that he had offered advice to his brother's staff, he broke our rules and we acknowledged that publicly. But we appreciated the unique position he was in and understood his need to put family first and job second. However, these documents point to a greater, a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. As a result, we have suspended Chris indefinitely pending further evaluation. This is, of course... Uh, after the transcripts were released that Chris actually used his position at CNN, his news contacts, to dig around and see if anyone had any other information, any other, you know, accusations coming out. He wanted to kind of give his brother a heads up on all of these Me Too allegations, which is just beautiful. It's just so beautiful. Um, but CNN actually suspending him indefinitely. Will it last? Uh, I don't think so. Why suspend him indefinitely? Why not fire him right off? If it, well, I know, if it was anybody right. else at the network, they would have fired him. They'd been gone. They not only fired, they would have been out of journalism forever. Which yeah, makes you they, wonder, like, what does Chris Cuomo know? 
<laughs> right? Well, why, why is he the one to hang so on? So, you remember, um, what was it? What was he on? Like, Good Morning America years ago or something like that? And then they axed him from that. There was a little tiff between him and something. And really? And he popped back up on CNN. And, you know, he's got the podcast, which I think you have to pay. You have to subscribe to get his podcast. Which to me isn't a podcast. I can't imagine many people But I guarantee you his show will be on Sirius XM probably next week. Mm. Right? It'll Mm -hmm. be on on satellite deals because, again, the guy makes money. Uh, He makes money for these these people. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad the Cuomo brothers get to spend some time together. They can figure out which one's really Frito now. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely Chris. But I just get... (sighs) But if it was anybody else, the guy would never practice "quote unquote" journalism ever no. again. No, you know, I mean, they had an entire team, multiple groups that were trying to dig up stuff on Fox News anchors and then pressure people to like drop their ads. Mm-hmm. That ever happened with Chris Cuomo? I mean, no, I and he was putting his brother up on television every day during COVID. They were having some like joking back and forth stand-up comedy session Mm -hmm. while he had the greatest number of deaths in the entire country in his state of New York and they were like yucking it up on CNN and then once all of these allegations surfaced he's like listen it would be against journalism standards for me to report on my brother yeah and that was one of the more ridiculous things ever the whole you know nursing home scandal wasn't enough to bring uh, his brother down yeah, yeah but it was this me too thing but and that's what? how I feel like this is working out too, right? That wasn't enough. They had to they had to do it with the Me Too thing. Same thing with Chris. We heard like I we talked about this on the show. This happened months ago that they found out that he was working with his brother to try to like craft statements to make sure he didn't look as bad when all of these allegations came out. And now that the transcripts were released, they're like, oh well, now the transcripts are out, so we have to suspend you. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and if you really think about it, that, that's it's one thing to say he was using his media contact or whatever. He was basically spying for his brother by using his contacts to manipulate this investigation. That's what was going on. Uh, It doesn't matter. Our mainstream media and everyone listening to this or watching knows this. It's completely out of control. They're completely out of control. I mean, what was that? You saw that audio yesterday. It was at NBC. Uh, they caught red-handed. NBC was caught lying about their involvement with that producer that was following the uh, Rittenhouse jurors uh, car around. Straight up, like they lied about it. They said, "Oh, you know, that was just a, you know, a freelancer, and we're not sure what was going on, whatever." No, like you, you, he straight up calls his boss in New York, an NBC producer yeah. on New York, and she inadvertently tells the cop, you could tell she was very nervous, that, yeah, we, you know, we were staking out you know, entrances, exits, and stuff, and it's just straight up. And she was like, okay, well, I'm really sorry about that, officer. Uh, something better happened to that, too. I, I don't know if it ever will, like, like in this Chris Cuomo thing. I fully expect him to be at his job. That's just the way they work. Mm. They don't have consequences. Other people do. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we go to break, I do want to bring up one other story here. Stacey Abrams, who, Jason, <laughs> you mentioned it, mentioned it before we, we started here. Stacey Abrams has announced she is running for Georgia governor in 2022. I'll, I'll let you make your your joke there, Jason. She's re-election? Is that what she's, she's running calling re- it? I'm she's sure that's what she would call it. <laughs> it's so hilarious. I don't get what I don't. I don't get this. I never got this with Stacey Abrams. I never understood it. I never got it with Be- uh, Beto. Yeah. I mean, they still get tons of uh, campaign funds. We, I don't know how. They're they're cash cows. States, they're fine. Right? I mean, we, look, we continue to give, and I say this over and over. We we continue to give a voice to empty-headed political morons. We make them into celebrities. For some reason, they entertain us. Um, they're bombastic. We know that. They just don't go away. They're 
They're like herpes. They just keep popping up. And they raise a lot of money. They turn a lot of down-ballot votes. They flip a lot of seats just by the sheer fact of being on the ballot. Brian Kemp, of course, is in a very precarious situation as the governor of Georgia. He hasn't done a fantastic job, as we know. Um, you know, so yeah, good chance you see Vernon Jones versus Stacey Abrams. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the state of Georgia. But Stacey Abrams is a political parasite. Yeah, but again, as, as Jason pointed out, she's still getting the money. Just like they're going to raise money. The same. I mean, with, we're talking about Beto. The same too, as right? the same as Bobby Francis yeah. uh, here in, in Texas. Um, he's going for the trifecta of failures, <laughs> and he's going to get it one way or another. He's going to get a lot of money. We won't get as much money, I don't think, as he did against Cruz. But um, yeah, it, it's tens of millions of dollars that's going to pop in there. Uh, this is, this is a dirty business, this politics thing. This is a dirty, dirty business. Yeah, he's not going to raise money in the state. That's not going to happen. So I you can't wait to write my book about this campaign that I've run. You don't think that uh, Texans are going to be down with Beto taking their gun? Oh, yeah, we're going to take your AR-15 and your AK-47. I've said over and over again, he, never mind, he can't. He can't. He can't find his wife's no-no square, much less my gun. <laughs> well, there it is. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold Group. So I'm sure you guys are. This is no surprise to you. Inflation is going crazy. It's like at the highs of the last couple decades. Uh, that's not stopping Democrats though from pushing another really massive spending plan. So if you're freaked out, which you should be, about the impact this additional spending is going to have on already high inflation. You got to protect your savings and diversify into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They are the gold group that I recommend for precious metals. They have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They have countless five star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers. They can help you protect your hard earned savings. By the way, uh, thanks to a little known section of IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals. There will be no tax penalties or negative implications. So get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. You can request a free info kit from Birch Gold by te- Birch Gold by texting the word Y to 989898. That is, uh, it, it's going to reveal how it can protect your savings, how you can move your IRA and 401k into, uh, into precious metals out of the volatile stocks and bonds. I'm telling you guys, don't wait until it's too late. All right. Text Y, that's the word Y, to 989898. That is Y to 989898. talking about politics uh try this one on for size dr oz from the the you know the tv show dr oz his his name is dr mehmet oz i thought if i led with that people would be like who's dr mehmet oz uh dr oz who is a cardiothoracic surgeon and of course he has this tv show is apparently running for u.s senate in pennsylvania as a republican Uh, He said, during the pandemic, I learned that when you mix politics and medicine, you get politics instead of solutions. That's why I'm running for the U.S. Senate to help fix the problems and to help us heal. Um, It is interesting, though. Uh, Jason seems to think he might not be all that conservative. No, Mm. no, no, no. Why would you ever say that, Jason? So Dr. Oz has talked about very publicly about the institutional racism in the medical profession. Um, He's a CRT guy, right? He's right in line with them. Uh, He once did a show uh, on his show where he brought in trans kids which I, I, I don't even like to say that, those, mm-hmm. put those two words together, but he was bringing in like eight, nine-year-olds um, and promoting that as well. Uh, 
Uh, you, look, you look further into his background. He talks about how, I think he said this in 2007, he called himself, um, I think he called himself a middle-of-the-road Republican, but he named two people that were his idols in politics. Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, not a Republican, even though he ran as one, right. and Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> So I, I saw his like I, I watched his video and I was like you know his campaign video coming out and saying I'm, I'm I ex- fully expected at the end to say but you know paid for by the Lincoln Project <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I mean and th- that's a joke but but not really yeah, like yeah. we need to look at every one of these people coming out of nowhere and running as a Republican and really look at what they believe in because there are groups like the Lincoln Project that are completely trying to take this party and take it all the way to the left. That's, be very that's why I keep saying Republican, Democrat, flip the coin, you get the same thing on either side, just burn it all to the ground. I, you know, I'm so sick of party politics either way because it stands for nothing. Uh, look, here in the state of Texas, we've got 101 Republicans in the House down in Austin. Only about 17 or 18 of them are pushing for a special session so we can get a law passed that protects employees from these vax mandates from their employers. Only 17 out of 101, and they all claim to be Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean they're conservative. And they're they're following suit behind the guy that's in charge, and that's Greg Abbott, who he's not a conservative either. Uh, now, again, the big media tries to play him out to be that way. And, and that, so, yeah, look, uh, kudos to... To somebody that wants to put their money where their mouth is, step out, use their platform and say, I'm going to run on a conviction that I have to try to make a difference, even if it's the wrong difference by our standard, uh, by our convictions. I, I, kudos to that. Um, you know, look at you but, trying to find the positive. But at the end, I, well, I mean, look, I catch it every day, right? Who are you? You're an entertainer and you're going to run for office and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, I get it. You don't like when I tell jokes and then flip the switch and I get serious talking about being governor. Uh, but I do flip that switch. I understand. It's like saying the plumber can't come pastor your church, right? Because right. you're afraid he's going to walk in and start playing with the toilets or something, you know? <laughs> that, yeah. That's how it was always meant. That it was exactly. meant for someone like you exactly. to run for. It was never meant for these career. I went to yep. school and learned how to be a politician. It was but, never meant I, yeah, for that. And I know these people out there who have just groomed themselves, you know, I mean, they've never done anything. I mean, never done anything that could possibly, you know, because they've always just their entire life wanted to make a career mm-hmm. out of politics, right? That's not a career choice. It's not. But that's what we've turned into. So now we have this big all-consuming blob, which consumes everything it touches, and it just leaves people like us in its wake, and it just keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger and out of control, and that's why people have no course of uh, of action on these things like mandates and stuff like that. So I look, I'll give it to him. At least he's doing something. He's putting it out there. I may not like him. I, you know, I, I mean, again, I, I kind of take issue with a guy like McConaughey, who was never going to run, yeah. hinted about it, and then he's officially not going to run. I, is, how do you make an, a, a, a statement of officially not doing something you were never doing. You never said you were I mean, that doesn't do. make yeah. any sense to me. So, I, you know, I'm babbling, but, you know, whatever. Get involved. So let me let me switch gears here for a second um, for the last couple of minutes to see what you guys have to say about this. Uh, I, rec- I recall, I guess it was shortly after Joe Biden took office. Maybe it was during the campaign. And, you know, Joe and Jill Biden have seven grandchildren. Um, but frequently they would be like, oh, well, our six grandchildren and our and I'd be like, oh, they're not counting the illegitimate one that Hunter had with the stripper. That's kind of <laughs> crappy. And people would be like, well, when you have that many grand, I'm sure they just forgot. She meant to say seven. It's totally fine. Okay. Well, uh, I would love to hear the explanation for this because uh, Joe and Jill Biden have decorated for Christmas and they have only six stockings for all of the other <laughs> six grandchildren. Uh, and there is, incredibly enough, is not one 
for uh, the Navy Jones Roberts, who is now three, Hunter Biden's three-year-old mm. daughter. You think they've ever met that want. kid? Probably not. Probably not. They probably met the mother and tried to, like, buy her off with money. Yeah, a stripper from Arkansas named mm-hmm. Dallas who was dancing in Washington, D.C. She's very geographical. <laughs> when they first probably heard about it, they were like, oh, another one from another stripper? <laughs> like, how many have we met? I wonder how many are in China. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, we laugh about things we shouldn't, but we have to. So, well, so listen to this. So apparently on, on his on his laptop that they that he accidentally lost, I don't know if you could call it a lost. Uh, I heard she they was found on- that during uh, Joe's she was on uh, his payroll while she was pregnant with his child so um yeah that's great and then oh and by the way uh he made sure that she was booted off of the company insurance plan months after she gave birth um and i i seem to recall also when they were going through all of the court hearings that he he asked he begged i shouldn't say begged he filed to not pay any child support because he claimed that he was broke and he was, you know, out there driving his fancy car and gallivanting around with his wife, uh, trying to deny this poor child any sort of child support. And this, I mean, this she's a stripper. What kind of? She's just working on tips. You got to pay some child support. <laughs> Officially, in official records, he probably did seem less wealthy than he actually is. But I mean, well, right. That's why I'm saying he was trying to skirt the system because yeah. he's like, look at my bank account. I don't. I'm not employed. I don't have any money. Don't look at that one that's receiving funds from Ukraine. And right. Burisma. Don't look at that one. Right. Or it's from the communist. Well, party you're not supposed China. to be able to find that one. Maybe, right. maybe the 10 percent for the big guy could have gone to her. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. So I just think it's really sad. It's. I mean, it's not the now kids. to the main stage. It's to the, the main stage. Fault. Daddy issue to the main stage. <laughs> it's not the kid's fault. It's, it it's really not. Sad. It's a sad situation. It really does make me sad. Which brings me to my next point. Don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great way to end uh, the program today. Uh, well, boys and girls, don't do crack. Uh, we'll be back in a second. <laughs> By the way, I just read this in my notes. I missed it. Uh, apparently, Hunter Biden did say in his memoir, which I, I don't think anyone read that, so I'm glad that this says it here. Uh, he said, it's why I would later challenge in court the woman in Arkansas who had a baby in 2018 and claimed the child was mine. I had no recollection of our encounter. That's how little connection I had with anyone. I was a mess, but a mess I've taken responsibility for. So when Chad says, don't do crack. Homeboy promoting CST, critical sex theory. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I just, I was so messed up. I had no recollection of our encounter, which I guess is why whenever the paternity results came back, uh, he still denied child support to that child. Well, you know, just because you're guilty don't mean you did it. <laughs> That's my defense attorney. <laughs> uh, all right, so let me let me just ask you guys: if you want to do something nice mm. for the holidays for someone, I know it was a uh, what it was just yesterday Tuesday. God, it feels like this week has been ten million years. <laughs> um, it was Giving Tuesday yesterday, mm-hmm. and Yaku was like, "If you want to do something for Giving Tuesday, you should go leave Sarah." A podcast review. <laughs> I'm trying really hard here, guys. Yoku. A podcast review over wherever you get your audio podcasts. Uh, you subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will help more people be able to find the show and also so that our podcast can be more popular than Chris Cuomo's, which 
obviously needs to happen. Also, if you write us something nice, you may see it read on air like the one today from Houston Weapon X, who says another outstanding show. What a great show. This is a great podcast to get my news fix during my commute. Uh, Love the sense of humor and honest news reporting. Sarah knows how to pick great guests. Keep up the great work, Sarah. He must have not uh, said that on a day that either of you guys were here. I think, that's, I think that was that day that we were both here. <laughs> last time we were both yeah. in here. Oh, I'm sure you remember the date by heart, Jason. That Smooth. definitely corresponds. Yeah, definitely corresponds. That. It's usually on Wednesday. So make sure that you get that in. Yeah. Also, don't forget, you can, I'm going to I'm gonna be nice, Chad. Chad20, use promo code Chad20. Oh, no, use News20. For 20% off. Just don't use stew. <laughs> <laughs> Over at shop.blazemedia.com, you can get that Let's Go Brandon ugly Christmas sweater. You can get uh, this one that Follow Jason's Jason wearing. Follow Jason Buttrell. <laughs> That's what we're going to say on the show anyway, because we can't say the other one. Uh, FJB. Uh, and of course, we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.